Welcome to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast, a podcast for psychotherapy group practice owners. I'm your host, Maureen Warbach. This episode is sponsored by All Call Technologies. All Call Technologies is a HIPAA-compliant virtual receptionist that allows for customized voicemail boxes that can ring to your clinician's cell phones. I use it, and seriously, I love it. Clinicians can call back from their cell phones and have the office number show up, which is an awesome feature. Go to www.allcalltechnologies.com backslash group MHP and put in the code TGPE, that's TGPE, for $50 off your setup. Hello, 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 group practice owners. Today, I want to talk about creating a top-notch therapist ad. Um, I know, obviously, this is important because you're not going to get a well-fit therapist in your group practice if you don't have a well-written-out and thorough and engaging a therapist ad. So I want to talk a little bit about what you need. There's a few things that you need that will help you get the right type of therapist to apply for your position. The first thing is you want to start with having a description of your practice. And you, you want to take a lot of time on this. You want to th- talk about the location of your practice or locations of your practice any specialties that are already there, um, specialties that you're looking for, what sets you apart. Maybe you're a multidisciplinary practice. You want to list that if you have um, medication management and testing and clinicians that are doing EMDR and Gottman couples therapy. You want to list that because a clinician who is looking to maybe go to a group practice that is a single specialty women's clinic, they're going to be able to look right at your job description and see this isn't a good fit for me. Or they'll look at your job description and say, this is amazing. I want to work at a place that has, you know, a nurse practitioner and has testing and all these different therapists. So you want to talk about what is, what sets you apart, what your group practice does that is maybe different from other group practices and make sure that you list that out in a easy flowing sort of way. The next thing you're going to want to do is then have a section on your needs for a potential clinician. What are the things that you need to from a clinician who is going to be a potential therapist at your practice? So things to think about is how many hours you want them to be working. So maybe you have a minimum amount of hours that you want them to be working. Uh, Maybe it's a specific kind of license. You want them to be fully licensed or can they be provisionally licensed or can they be interns? And uh, what about insurances? Are you taking insurance or no? Do you require that that clinician take insurance or are you fee for service or are you a mix? Is there a certain specialty that you need from your clinician? Like you need a couples therapist or a therapist who specializes in working with children or maybe a certain modality. Um, You want to list as much as you can. The clearer you are, the better it's going to be, the more likely it is that you'll find a therapist that's a good fit. So you want to list as much as you can, anything that you need from that therapist. And then sort of along the same lines, you're going to then go down to requirements. What are the requirements that you have? Some people will have less requirements because they're more open to seeing what's out there. Other 
group practice owners have a hard list of requirements, things that are non-negotiable. So it might be that they have a current state of whatever license as a LCPC or an LMFT or an LCSW or a PhD or whatever. So um, that might be something that is a requirement for you is that they have your current state license and it's valid. You might have the requirement that uh, they're willing to work X amount of hours per week, that they have to work at least blank hours a week. That might not be a requirement, but if it is, put it in requirements. Requirements are is more than your needs. Needs can potentially be altered a little bit or can be just, you know, maybe you need a kid's therapist, but someone comes and says that they work specifically with teens and up. Maybe you're okay with that. It's not a hard, you have to be requirement. You have to be a child from five and up therapist, but you're okay with uh, someone who's a great teen therapist, right? So you want to look at whether your needs and your requirements are different um, and only put the things that you really require in the requirements section. Um, if there's a certain amount of years post licensure that you want them to have worked, maybe you want a more established therapist, then you'll want to list that in the requirements. If that's not important, don't list that there. If private prior private practice experience is a requirement, you would also put that in there as well. Being on any specific insurance panels, that might be a requirement. You'd put that in there. But then again, that might be one of those where it's not a requirement, but it's it's a plus. Then you would put that into the needs section. And then the last thing is your offerings. So this is kind of what would potentially reel in your clinician. What things do you offer that are important for them to know? But also, what are the things that maybe sets you apart from other group practices again? So maybe you provide a steady stream of referrals or you provide individual or monthly group consultations or you have competitive compensation. Maybe you have admin like a biller or a receptionist that's in-house on staff to do all of that work for them. Or you have retirement account matching, health insurance, bonuses, anything like that. Mark, you pay for marketing possibly. Even things like having a supportive team environment or comfortable office spaces, you you put anything in there that's really of value that your practice gives and you want to list that then in the offerings or the we provide section. And as I'm saying this, I realize I didn't put this in any particular order. You obviously want to have the description, the first thing that I mentioned, the description of your practice listed first that explains what where your practice is located, what is it about, what its mission is or its values, all of that kind of stuff, what sets it apart. You can put that all um, at the top. But then when it comes to um, needs and requirements and your offerings, I have mindset as the description first, the things we provide. So the SETI stream of uh, referrals, consultation, group consultation, a clinical director, in-house receptionist and billing people. And then I list all my incentives. And then I have my needs and requirements listed underneath that. I don't necessarily think it's important that what you provide can come underneath the needs and requirements or above it, but I find that it's really important to have at least those four categories listed and to be as thorough as possible in those categories so that you truly get what you're looking for. Oftentimes, therapists will apply to positions that they may not feel is the best fit for them because they're looking for a job. And so the more 
expectations that you have and the more things that you have in your requirements or your needs section, the less likely it is little by little that a therapist is going to apply that doesn't fit. And also, if they do, you're going to much, much more easily be able to look at their um, their resume or when you do a phone consult with them, you'll be able to see go through this checklist of requirements and off. Um, needs and say, you know, do you agree you are a child therapist? Do you agree you're fully licensed with three years post-licensure experience? Yes. Do you agree that you are paneled with at least one insurance? Yes. Whatever that is. And if not, you can easily uh, sift through those clinicians that don't make, don't make the cut in that sense. I also, um, as a caveat, there, depending on location, if you're in a more rural area, it may be more difficult if you have a ton, ton, ton of requirements and needs. And so you want to take that in piece of the information that I'm giving. And if you know that you're in a section that maybe doesn't have as many therapists, that you maybe keep your requirements a little on, you know, a little more on the minimal side so that you can kind of keep your doors open to having more referrals come in. I know there are some locations or areas where uh, group practice owners have a really hard time finding a good fitting therapist and they're not getting any resumes. And so you want to put then the most important things that you really need on there and leave the rest out or don't make them requirements, make them needs or things that would be would be nice to have. Um, you'll notice as when you put the ads up, if you're not getting a lot of traction, to take a look at it and see what what possibly could be playing a role in that. If you have a thousand requirements, you're obviously less likely to get as many re- potential new candidates, and that might be good. You know, I'm in Chicago; I get a ton of them, and so my requirements are a lot more because I, there's just a lot of therapists that we can choose from, and so. I'm able to do that. You might be in an area where there aren't that many therapists and then you want to reduce the amount of requirements and only have the most important ones, the ones that are non-negotiable really in there. All right. So I hope this was helpful in helping you create a top-notch therapist ad. I will talk to you later. Thanks for tuning in to the 